Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. listening to season five of mother may i sleep with podcast i'm your host molly mcelier you see the trick is to actually have the horse get to like you before you ride them right there's good <gasps> but how are we supposed to get to know us if we're all the way over here we see horses are very smart animals they can read people from very far away they're prey animals humans are predators so the horses have to read people very carefully I mean, come on, you've heard the saying, right? You can never lie to a horse. We were doomed. Want to say hi? Yeah. Come on. There you go. Hi. 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 Oh, beautiful. What do you think? You want to get settled up? Yes, please. Okay, come on. Cowgirl. <laughs> it is so beautiful here. Yeah, I know what you mean. I haven't really been here since I was a little kid, you know. Most of the people in town don't really remember who I am. My granddad barely even knew my name. But funny thing is, it still feels like home. Well, I can see why. I haven't felt this relaxed in, I don't know how long. I think Lily feels the same way. Yeah. Seems to be having a good time. I mean, come on. <laughs> She's good? <laughs> I think you're right. Horseback riding solves all problems. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. You're Lily, right? Yeah. Hi. I think we have a class together. Uh, yeah, I, um, I think math with Mr. Warren. Oh, you're from Miami, right? I have always dreamt of going there. <laughs> South Beach. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not all it's cracked out to be. How do you like Willowfield so far? Oh, um, it's, it's nice. It's different. Well, we better get going. See you in school. Okay, bye. Oh, Hey, actually, a bunch of us are going bowling after school on Wednesday. Do you want to come? Yeah, I'd love to. Great. See you in school. Okay. There's a lot going on here. She made some new friends. That's nice. You bring up a lot of good points. Who the fuck is this man? What is his farm? And also, to all of that, if this if this is just some, like, elaborate ruse where he's, like, taken, you know, homestead and this farm that belonged to a family member of his, right? Why the fuck are those little girls there? You know, it's like <laughs> it's like he has like horse weird. riding lessons at his house. That's, that's just, sort of what you assume, in right? In the t- last two weeks that he's lived here, he's established a farm. Oh like, yeah, and like, like a yeah. horseback riding 
you know, and then clinic. Where's really, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a clinic. And then where is the, where's the, um, dad or grandpa or whatever that's off to He's pasture at home. the home? Like, did they, were he, was he just like, here's my Dutch grandson. Like he's going to take <laughs> over. My son came from Austria and is going to like take over this farm Sorry, now. He's a horse whisperer. He's good. Yeah. He'll take care of everything. He just, that's going to, it fixes everything. <laughs> Although this is a true anti-horse girl case here because the fact that this man is like horses love vibes and he's a serial killer. Yeah. Like it doesn't <laughs> translate too well to the horse girls out no. there. Oh. It's kind of like, well, can they? Yeah, can they, they? they didn't like smell them on you. What vibes yes. can they? Yeah. Well, everything got different when his face got changed. So, oh. um, like his whole body. They think <laughs> Brian. His whole body changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. His physique, his hairline. I We're guess like he's never probably really, like, taller than the other or shorter than the other guy. I don't know. We, we, we really went to town on this in our own like minds, I think. I don't know. I just, I, I'm like, to me, he's, I wrote down, like, he has bags under his eyes. I was just like, how, how do you add all that stuff to somebody's face? He looks a face? lot older than the other Yeah. I feel person. like that's injectables. Like, I feel like you could inject someone to look older, right? I mean, that surgeon was but a genius. I'm a little, clu- he was a genius, <laughs> but I am a little clueless about, like, I'm, I don't look at people's bodies. Like, I'm really bad at that. Like, if someone was like, here's a person before surgery and here's uh. a person after surgery, I'd be like... I don't see it. Like, <laughs> I just be. I'm really. I notice the hair thing with that shit. Until you got really into it. The hairline. Well, I kept saying, yeah, because like your hairline can't change, or like, like it looks like he's blonde, but it looks like his roots are blonde. Although we've looked up or pictures gray, of the actor, and white. they're like. I don't know. It just seems like he looks so, so completely different. It's he not looks just like he got the the either Marshall Mathers or he was gray and then they did a blonde wash right. over I think that. That's what right. they did. But it definitely could have also looked like your high school boyfriend's bad like highlights too. It had that sort of like once you get really in that sort of shaved mm-hmm. area, it does all start to look a yellow blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, all right. I didn't like piece it together <laughs> that way. Also, like these movies always end with me becoming more and more absolutely fucking disgusted by the males in this movie. I'm like, ew. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, they're terrible. So then they leave the house and Violet's like, oh my God, I had so much fun. I even got invited to go bowling. Can I go? And the mom's like, yeah. Uh, and then she's like, you know, that guy asked me out and she's like, you should go, mom. Um, and then she's like, by the way, he said I can come here every weekend. I what like, why hell? would she even be thinking about dating during this time? It, it seems really fast. It seems like it's only been a couple weeks. Even that, like, it just is like, well, like even me, in the first year, how could you? I would just, even you would just keep it. to yourself because you don't want anyone to find you. Yeah, right? I mean, first of all, you would just wait keep a low profile. Like, don't well, get you'd be noticed. Waiting for the FBI to catch the loose guy, so you can go back to your other life, right? Because I mean, isn't that kind of like suggested? If they catch him and they get him back in jail. That's my mentality is I'd be like the more hard hours I do at home punishing myself, the quicker they're going to find this guy. And I'm going to go home. 100%. I don't know. That's one. And I don't know if that's normal, but I definitely know my thought would never be 
Well, like, a date. date. I could get it, like, you know, while I'm here, I can meet a nice guy, maybe. Like, because there's no... It is so weird. Because, yeah. like, what are you going to do? At some point, you're going to have to explain to this man, if you really like him, that you're in the witness protection program, which, like, good luck seeing how that goes. Like, I can't right. imagine that that would be, like, a sensational moment in a relationship for anyone but a sicko. Mm-hmm. And then... I'm kind of surprised her daughter doesn't say... No, mom, we need to be careful. Or I don't know, maybe not. Nobody She's has, so flying high on the bowling. Nobody has any boundaries yeah. anymore. <laughs> She's <laughs> flying high on the bowling. <laughs> she is. She's so hype about it. <laughs> but like, but like, yeah, I think that also Violet does have that sense, which bums me out because yeah. she seems like a smart. She was the one who figured out the cotton candy thing, where another yeah. child would have not would have been like, huh. As said before, cotton candy, got it, mom, LOL, jokes. Like, right. they would have ended it there. But she was like, you know, Violet's a thinker. I'm I'm having a hard time with this, too. So um, we see a POV. I, we think. It's someone watching Cammy and Violet as they walk around town taking photos of them. Um, it also, at certain points during this, when they do POVs, it seems like it could just be bad camera work. Sometimes. Because then they'll switch to a different POV, and I'm like, oh, was the camera just shaking during yeah. that first Who's shot? watching this? Yeah. It's just a handheld look. <laughs> Cammy asks Violet if she wants to come out on her date with her. They're at She's at home, like, eating popcorn. She's like, no, Mom, I'm not going in on your date with you. So she lays down by, like, the TV. She's watching, you know, some TV. She passes out. When she wakes up, her phone is going off. Um, she also has all of her old contacts in her phone. We don't know who's contacting her, but we do see that besides the FBI agent, she has a few of her old friends. We don't know what the notifications going off were, but it's not any of her friends. It's kind and of It irrelevant. seems like she resists the urge to text them or something. Well, she kind of, she kind of was wondering. She yeah. wants to text Mike. Yeah. And I'm like, text your girlfriend. That's one you can trust is you got to yeah. text your girlfriend and be like, yo, can you go spy on Mike? But at the same time, like, don't text anyone. But also, why does she, like, what, what, first of all, why was her phone going off? Secondly, where's that phone from? Too? Yeah, why does she have a lot of FBI agent? Oh, oh, because Uncle they Frank. both got phones with, that's his name, right? Uncle, Uncle Frank. Frank, is that yeah. what they go what by? They do. She memorized all her friends' contact information and put it into her new phone. Probably. Mm-hmm. When you're that age, you have nothing else to do. Like, you know, know your though. two friends' phone numbers. You know what I mean? I don't, I feel like the kids don't know anybody's phone numbers. Kind of like I don't. I wouldn't be, I mean, I know your phone number. I said to Trisha one day, and she's like, I don't know yours. <laughs> like wow really (laughs) are you from here yeah are you no see my friend from here knows my phone number and i don't know why my mind went right to that but my best friend ed who's from here i'm like yeah well you know my phone number because i'm not from here and i don't know what (laughs) it it made sense i don't know why that makes sense to me but i was like like, yeah that's your job to know my phone number i'm not from here from california (laughs) us other people we don't yeah that's your fucking job dude i don't don't know my brain for that your gift is the pleasure of my fucking company so they are at California Pizza Kitchen on their date. Now, see California I totally wrote that down too. Yeah. It's what? not California Pizza Kitchen. They blacked out the part of the sign that yeah. says Pizza Kitchen. It just it says, says California, California in the exact font no, of California clearly. Pizza Kitchen. And yeah. color and look. I don't know same. everything about the restaurant. Probably. Do they have 
like tablecloths the California peach no. merchant. So, okay, so they like so they dressed, like, dressed it up it a little up. bit. Yeah. That's nice. Um, and so <laughs> the scene goes into it with um, him going, and the carrots. Like that's the first line into the scene to show that he's loved this meal. So he goes, and the carrots. And he's like, and she's like, yeah, the carrots are really good. And he's like, don't sound so surprised. I told you it would be good. Um, I also don't know how he Loving knows this carrots. because he's also super new to town. So how do you know California? It's he knows everything restaurant. about. Well, it's like because he was here with his grandpa. Riding horses. But what's the real backstory on that? Like, this is the meat of it that we need to really get into when we come to our scale. Because how do we know that he knows any of this? This is all to throw us off. Like, and this man must have some sort of encyclopedic knowledge of, like, whatever it is he studies, which, God bless. Um, so there's a POV of a guy at home. Again, bad camera work. Outside, we see a man in a hoodie. It's the one from the hospital, and he sneaks inside. He grabs um, some paperwork from them when he walks in and slowly heads up the stairs. Brian and Cammie say goodnight at the front door, and he leans in to give her a kiss, but she's like, listen, I'm not there yet. Um, and he heads inside, and he's like, you got your keys? And she's like, yeah. And she opens her door. Why the, by the way, why do people ask that? Do you got your keys? I don't, I don't that's know. That's weird. Don't you know, people weird ask dad that? Thing? I don't. I, you I know what something I wrote, my dad would say to me when I was leaving the house, but nothing, nobody else. Yeah, and I well, was like, like Uber like said that to me. Like really? when I'm getting out there, like you got your keys, and I'm like, yeah, I got You're them. Like no, but, I live here, like, but I that forget you dropped them. them in the car. Maybe Is maybe that what they're or thinking? just like also, it does feel like a dad. Maybe I wouldn't know because I've never had a dad, but like, it feels like it might be a Sorry, dad thing. Miles, to no, bring I'm up. honey, I'm fine. No, it's not painful. It's actually I wouldn't know what to do if I had a dad. But like I will tell you, like yeah, I think that's a dad thing. Like being like. You got your keys. It's almost like a nervous, you don't know what else to say sort of thing. Right. I was like, they don't have any chemistry. Like, right. at all. No, That's they don't. where the sort of, like, uncle or dad thing comes in where it's like, who is this random guy taking her out for carrots? He seems like... <laughs> <laughs> and well, the I carrots. Mean, you know about the carrots. They are... And the carrots stuff in California. Well, so that was written in a script. <laughs> and the carrots. Maybe someone asked him to improv as they came into it, no. and that's all he could think oh, of. Oh, is it my boy Adele Nazim? Yeah, <laughs> I think that was him. Sorry, keep going. What were you saying? I was gonna say maybe. Oh, when this relationship first started, I thought that. He was going to be like a weird uncle dad figure in their lives older with the horses and the farm and be like, oh, Brian, like he's just like there for us. Like not a romantic thing, though. He looks like someone that like you're like a family friend. He's like your uncle, but not related to you. One hundred percent. That's exactly. Yes, that's exactly it. That's exactly who he is. So. You can see um, that he's sort of lingering outside for a bit as she lets herself in, as if he's a really good guy, right? right? Like, it's almost like he's waiting for her to get in. Like, I'm a really good guy. So she walks into the dark kitchen and gets a glass of water from the sink. She has these, like, wine glasses out everywhere that she just uses. I don't know. Very big ones. Right. I break all of those. Mine are all cups now. Same. That's (laughs) why everything in mine is, like, because everyone who walks through my house is just, like, it's yeah. wreckage. Gone. So she doesn't notice the door to the side porch is open. I wrote in my notes, I feel like the witness protection program would have gone to some lengths to make sure that her house is proper alarms. Like a security system? And, yeah. Or like a <laughs> sort of less exterior 
entryways. Yeah. Like, there's so many exterior entryways all over this house. I feel like they're probably, like, we need a front door, maybe a back door, and then we put cameras everywhere. If I was to be house shopping for the witness protection program, those are the notes I, I would I a potential give. stalker who's free or stalking maniac, serial killer, or whatever. <laughs> like, camera is 100%. Like, Very least. I don't... And some kind of alarm system. Well, because why would they go through all that trouble to relocate someone and not put Just in a nest camera? Just to have the guy camera? find her and... Yeah. Also, she has a lot of fresh flowers in her house, which is very <laughs> disturbing. To she me. does. Yeah. A lot. And she's like, buying like flowers at the store. Tons of oh, vases yeah. of fresh flowers everywhere. I'm like, when do you have time to do that? I don't know. I'm I guessing just, like, she doesn't to pay do for rent. So like, and she owns her house outright in Pennsylvania. So she's got flower money. Like, yeah. and what else flower is she power. supposed to do? She doesn't have any <laughs> She has total flower power, girl. <laughs> so, um, a figure pops out of the shadows. It's the guy in a hood. He's being very physically intimidating to her, sneaking around her, making it seem like he's coming directly for her. She yelps for Violet, and the front door bursts open. It's Brian, and he grabs a heavy crystal vase and cracks it open over the back of the dude's head. At that point, the dude is able to run out of the house. The mechanics um, of all of this whole scene are very unclear to me. <laughs> like, because also, this guy that supposedly just broke into this house, we'll find out later, is not a bad guy. So why was he intimidating her physically he, like yeah, that? Yeah, why did he push her down to the ground? It, it was kind of no like sense. what he did with her dad when he was like, give me the name. Like, he's all crazy. And it's just like, why? Is, also, why did he break into her house? I yeah, think there's like, no reason. It, it's almost like he's like one wants to be one of those investigative reporters. It's like, I saw the look of fear that she got in her eyes. And Maybe. I like he wants to write about it firsthand or something because it's so must be it. Um, I mean, honestly, none of it might be it. But like the reality is, is that it's something. So he hugs Cammy and tells her everything's going to be OK. Violet is downstairs in a robe now terrified. I guess she was showering, which like is a teen. Oh, God, so vulnerable. So her mom tells her to go change. Everything will be all right. And then we cut to a commercial. When we come back from the commercial, we're at Brian's house where the two of them are spending the night. Violet has just gone to bed, apparently, and Cammy and Brian taken in another glass of wine by the fire. Let's do 4831 to 5004. I do think it's interesting he got her to have that extra glass of wine she turned down at California. Mm-hmm. Well, now she's been attacked. So. Yeah. I want to try those carrots. I'm like actually dead serious. I want to look up. Should I find out? If, okay, while we do this, I'll look it up. She okay? Yeah. Yeah, she's doing better. Um, I don't know. Thank you so much for letting us stay here tonight. I know this wasn't exactly the best way to end a date night. It's oh, okay. But I've got to ask you, Emily, who was that guy? Somebody I dated, not a good guy. How long has he been stalking you? For a while. I just hope they get him. I really do. I'm so glad you got his license plate. Well, look, 
I don't know what to say, but seeing you in danger tonight, I just, uh... Well, I'm just glad nothing happened to you. Nothing happened to me because you were there. You saved my life, Brian. Come here, pumpkin. Uncle, <laughs> I'm sorry. No, he definitely is. Like he looks like that weird. I don't know. Like my mom was an artist, so like there was always like sort of just like inventive, weird people around my house. He looks like that cool guy that my mom would meet like at pottery. And, like, you'd come over and, like, drink a couple too many glasses of wine. And, like, five years later, I'd find out he died of HIV or whatever. Like, it would just like, – <laughs> he is, like, the, that person that would yeah. have popped up in my childhood. Yeah. And I would not have expected this to go this way. This man, whoever the second actor is, is too inventive to have been Raphael one. That's true. Yeah. We have this whole, like, this man is layered. This man has seen shit. He's yeah. fucking Austrian. He's come here. He's had a, <laughs> he, who knows if he raced horses back there or whatever it is they do in Austria. I wanted to look that up as well as a CPA, CPK carrot recipe <laughs> while I was doing this. But this man looked like he has a very, like, rich life before any of this happened. Where Raphael? Mm. Raphael was just, like, a weird finance guy. Push papers. Yeah. I was thinking the exact same He's thing. He's like, I'm going to Tokyo. I'll be back. Have so a nice was, car. Like, this was a question I wanted to ask you. What the fuck was up with that mislead? Because he was not going to Tokyo the next day unless he canceled because uh, he got caught. But that man was not going to Tokyo the next day. What was up with that lie? Was he trying to, like, see if she would respond to that? Because when she cancels on Raphael 2 later, she – I it was, like, a little bit of a reversal. And he seemed to take it a little bit hard. And where she was very sort of measured about him, a man who was supposed to propose to her. Right. Dipping out to Tokyo. So, like – what was what was that? Was he doing some finishing up some murdering business? That's what I suspected. I, I thought, I yeah. thought it was going to be like, you know, hacking up somebody in like the garage or whatever. Yeah, I thought she like, was going to walk in on him. Like, gonna, yeah, like, blood finishing on off, like tying up loose yeah, ends. Tying yeah. up some some dead body pieces or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Doing a whole murder room. Instead, he's just like, here's my... <laughs> my printed out pieces of <laughs> murder wall because Raphael too is like a very interesting man I'm very like he has like a very rich interior life like I'm really interested in his like emotion with horses like I don't think he could make all of that up also to hear that like Raphael one was able to get out of jail because he seduced a guard he seduced yeah. a guard and it was like was it a woman guard because they, they don't said, usually have women she said a, a female guard yeah or a that's a true story that happened there was like some guard that got seduced by a guy that was on um not death row, but he was in for life. And she got, she and he and I think his cellmate seduced her 
and they both escape jail. Do you remember? This was like a big story. I think they made a movie out of it. Oh, I don't like know this. this one. I don't yeah, thinking of like two, orange like, is the new black. Like <laughs> no, it does. I think they, like, like a guy getting seduced by a woman. But, I think uh, they ripped from the headlines a little bit with that, but it was yeah. like this security guard that was like a woman that like fell in love with a prisoner. Which, by the way, me like why <laughs> I would never be allowed to be like this is why that on the list of job descriptions. I couldn't have this is one of them and mostly because I probably would fall in love with them um, but she let them out of jail and they like she is they escaped and then once they were gone obviously they were like fuck you bitch and then she was like very you know she was a lover scorned so she like threw like threw them under the bus and eventually I think they were caught but I feel mm-hmm. like it's a big movie now I think they made it into a big movie it was huh. sort of they were very Fred and Barney the two guys that escaped. So we're going to arrest this guy now who's uh, the reporter. You guys, by the way, if you are trying to solve crimes on Reddit right now, this is a good cautionary <laughs> tale for you about what can happen. Because, by the way, people on Reddit, liter- like, they think they're solving the murders. Mm. They really do. And I'm like, you guys... Nothing's happening because of this hard work you've put in. Let's play 5014 to 5116. Freeze! That's one guy! Turn around now! Not the hunter, man! Turn around! Turn around! Turn around! All yours, sir. That's not him. This is not Raphael Dupont. I've been trying to tell you guys. My name's Colin Burns. I'm a journalist. I've been searching for the hunter. Look, check my back wide. And all my info in there. Newspaper clippings with my name on it. My face is on there. He's trying to have a Boston. Why doesn't he just have like? I think it's like. The call credentials, like he should just have that at least. When but, he's like, I have a byline like printed out in my fucking wallet, and it's literally like I made those when you'd be like, print a colonial newspaper, right? <laughs> in like seventh grade, yeah, like, not, not now, yeah. We gotta put block text like onto, we gotta print the ink onto that. That's like a craft that he just showed the cops, and they're like, fuck. <laughs> I will tell you that I don't, but like I 100% was not thinking of like, oh, their bodies don't match. But when I just saw that man get arrested, he is very slender. Yeah. That man looks like most of the guys I've dated. (laughs) Just very like. That's cool. (laughs) No, just like, it's just like, it's not remarkable. It's not remarkable. Like, no offense though. But like, you know what I mean? Like, he just looks like very like. The standard guy. Like. He walks. Yeah. You know what I mean? He has legs. Yeah. So back at Bryant, like, it's not like muscle. You know what I mean? It's just like he fucking gets his steps in. So back at Bryant's, uh, Cammy tells him that she has so much going on right now. She needs to take things really slow. He tells her that as long as he's around, she's, he's going to make sure that no one ever hurts him again. Um, he's going to go grab another bottle of wine. So he head out, heads out to the shed where he keeps them. I want to know what your assessment on this is because I think an, I think we're supposed to think it's a wine cellar. That's what I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, I thought it was too, like, but with one wine rack. It's like one <laughs> home cast goods, iron. It's wine home rack. goods. Yeah. 
It's home goods. It's a cast iron, probably 12 rack, like bottle of Maybe wine. even like Ross. Like, I mean, I don't know about 1899. that. 1899. Yeah. <laughs> it brings to mind very like, I don't have a gun, let alone many guns that wouldn't necessitate an entire rack. Like it literally brings to me that Wayne's World moment where I'm like, you don't deserve a fucking wine cellar. Like you yeah. have a piece of your garage that you put this thing on, which like, by the way, is very attainable and normal. Like, yeah. Like, that's better than I have. I don't have that. Well, I wouldn't. But, like, no, I would probably do much worse than that. Like, it I would honestly be, be like cardboard boxes rack. stacked with wine in my garage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah a bunch of likely. Charles Shaw's like, boxes from Trader Joe's. <laughs> yes. Maybe with um, different wine in there, but yeah. <laughs> did you see they changed the logo trying to be something they're not? <laughs> yeah, like, I was just that. like, honey, come Still, on. You'll always be two buck chuck no matter what. And we love you for that. Like, it's okay. But I feel like they're misleading a new generation. They're trying to. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, come on. Just, you should be the same photographically as you always were. So um, he heads to the shed where he keeps this wine. We see it, blah, blah, blah. There's no wine. As he grabs the bottle, he feels very, like, pleased by it. He, like, taps on it a bunch. And then he closes the door behind him. And we see that on that door, like, behind the door, there's a wall. And that wall is basically a shitty reconstruction of his murder wall it's just her it's like it's no it's like literally like stupid like when you go from your high school bedroom wall to now you're in a dorm and you're confined to like a single like Like a wall just one wall just a piece of cork board like he went he went and took his whole ass bedroom wall and just put it onto this piece of cork it's so underwhelming that if i was if i was a cop and i walked back there i'd think that those were like oh his reviews of wine like i wouldn't even think that's a murder wall i'd just be like oh this guy like clips things why go through the is 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 creating the murder wall part of his like they never show him like being a serial killer i mean that's the thing that i think bugs me about it is like they never show or, like, him like hunting or stalking like, looking her. and cutting things out or like taking pictures of her like creepy like serial killer things they never show that we find you out want the, the photographer juice, right like yeah. yeah yeah you find out the photographer was taking the pictures right right when i saw that scene i thought it was brian our austrian guy right right but it's it's the photographer the the sort of fake out colin colin that we think <laughs> is going to be yeah rough, right yeah, I thought it was rough. I mean, didn't you think the reporter? I thought the guy from the I thought oh, he's Colin rough. Was he literally looks like he's from yeah. Manchester. Like that guy is a Manchester he United footballer, <laughs> like fan. Like, yeah, yeah. no, he literally is. is. I mean, I know my Gallagher brothers when I see them. Like that man was like the third Gallagher brother that like didn't get into Oasis. He's the one that they don't even bother to fight with. Like he's just at home somewhere, like literally in a garage, and they were like, okay, he can do one movie. Um, he definitely. I mean, he gave me those vibes, which, by the way, are vibes i find to be pretty hot like that's <laughs> that's my type i don't know like, little stocky little just like fucking like just like fucking irish guy yeah. like with like blue eyes and dark hair and like probably a little bit of an asshole like yeah. i like mm-hmm. that that's my type there you go so guys <laughs> don't first. fight me on any of those guys so <laughs> Um, Cam and Violet are at school hearing from the FBI agent the next day. 
um, that the guy that they got last night was not the guy that they were looking for at all. Cammy Kim not believe this. Um, the, but the way that she's reacting, I would say that like, okay, so the she's like, I can't believe this. That guy wasn't it. And it's like she is less aggravated than if she tried to return a fridge that she had, like, a 60-day return policy That's hard on. to do, yes. And she – it was, like, day 35, and she tried to return it, and they were like, there's no returns. And she's has the tact where she's like, I know I don't need to yell yet. Like, I'll yell in 20 more days, <laughs> but I cannot believe this. Like, she, just the pacing of it is so – odd to me, especially when in other areas of this movie, they really do a good job with the direction of sort of like, like, how can you have an organic chatting scene between friends, but then you can't sell this? N- Adele Nazim, where are you at with this? So <laughs> what happened? So Violet is furious when they hang up the phone. This means that Raphael is still out there and that means their lives are now over. Thanks a lot, mom. This is what we're doing now because of you. Um, I wrote here, this is the scene where she really reminds me of Lena Dunham. This is the scene if you go back and watch. So we go to the FBI office now where Colin, the reporter, is talking to them about how we wound up in Cammy in Violet's house and what exactly it is that he knows. 5355 to 5650. Seriously, guys, you really aren't going to arrest me. Are you? Following your story? Well, that's up to you. We have you on a lot right now. Home invasion, assault. But if you were to give us something useful. Okay, fine. I'm on Raphael's motel room in Philly. How exactly do you know about this place? See the name of the motel? Ring any bells? Adrienne. Sounds familiar. Yeah. It's the place where Raphael's mom used to work as a maid. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. She was murdered by Raphael's little boy. Remember that? In room, uh... 203. 203. Yeah, I must have just missed him. The maid was about to clean up, so I uh, rented out the room for the month so nothing would get disturbed. And you didn't think about showing it to the police? Just went ahead and destroyed all the evidence. Hey, I didn't destroy anything. I kept everything the way it was. I just wanted to have some pictures for my book. Especially of the bloody bandages in the bathroom. injured in the escape? Could be. Let's get forensics in here. Let's check the local clinics and hospitals, too. 
he was that badly injured, he might have not gotten far. Got anything else for us? Well, I don't know how much this will help you, but I've been working on a theory. From everything I've seen over the past years, the hunter needs his victims to fall in love with him before murdering them. Otherwise, there's no satisfaction in the kill. It seems like a pretty egregious uh, thing for him to have let that hotel room full of evidence sit for two weeks. I don't Absolutely. feel like that was a fair trade-off. Like, why didn't he take... I mean, this is too much, but, like, if I were going to do this, like, I would have taken those bandages and, like, put them, like, as a... Like, put them in something, because I would have expected it to get thrown out. So I would have, like, hid it take somewhere. Take photos of everything for your book, yeah. and then turn everything over to the authorities right away. Yeah. Well, I think that he was trying to preserve it Maybe in case he came back, but this was my first thought looking at it was I was like, these bandages look like a concentrated area was being bled into it. I would have tried to piece together. I know that's sick, but I was like, it looks like like his nose was bleeding severely. Like that's what some of those cuts looked like they were from on the bandages. I would have tried to put that together. This man... Again, like a one-man band, like literally chasing after this murderer, going to write like the penultimate piece on like who this fucking individual is, right? Doing it by himself, that's where you have to literally get off Reddit. Like get off Reddit. (laughs) If you think that this is like what you can do, no way. Just no way. We're not all cut out for that, especially well, with, like, boots on the ground. I was just going to say, like, there's no, like, profiler from the FBI, like, trying to do this work. Right. So he's like, oh, I've got a theory. And they're like, what? Crazy. Like, they're just, like, walking around with that guy's hair. Like, I don't know. They're just not. That's a great point is that, like, literally no one in the FBI has figured out, like, his common anything marker. Like, yeah. what's it? What is it? What do you call it? Like, a hallmark or whatever when they leave it behind? Like, they're, or like, they're. Calling card or no. <laughs> I guess, like, the, what's their thing? Like, their pattern. I guess their pattern for, what like. makes them a serial killer, I guess. He finds like, them and, like, falls in lo- makes them fall in love with them. But, like, none of the other families know where the bodies are. Who did they think? Like, does he just sneak up on these lonely girls and then. But he wants him to fall in love with him. They have, so, like, wouldn't a relationship. they know him? Like, yeah, they have yeah. a relate. He must move. Maybe he moves all over the country. That's what I was thinking. If he's got studying off to Japan, maybe he's got one going there. He's yeah. got one going here. You know, reminds me of my stepdad. What? So now we're going into town where Cammie, Brian, and Violet are on a stroll after seeing a movie, and she tells them that next time she's picking the movie. He's like, "I didn't know the movie would be so violent. It's Six Ways to Sundown, which, like, I don't know. Is that a very violent movie?" I don't know. Is that it an old movie? That does yeah. sound a little like Akira like Kurosawa. Old... Like, hold on, Six Ways to Sundown. Oh my God. Honestly, is this like one of the people who worked on this movie plugging their movie? Cause like to me, I'm like, that sounds like Seven Samurai or like a fucking spaghetti <laughs> western or a western or it's like it sounds something. like a western, right? Okay. Yeah, I was absolutely like, did they just come out of nowhere with that? Or no, was no, that, no, no, no. Like... It absolutely sounds like something like that. So Cammy's like, you know. Things are still really rough for us right now, especially for Violet. But one good thing that's come out of all of this is that I met you, someone I feel like I've known forever. And he's like, 
Um, we've only known each other for a couple months, but it feels like forever. A couple months? I thought it was like a couple weeks. For sure. Right? Like, yeah, for sure. I feel like he throws that in a few times in this last half of the movie. We've only known each other for a couple months, but it, is, it feels like a lot has happened. Like they're all of a sudden, I almost feel like the, the script writers are all of a sudden trying to make it seem normal that like they would fall time. in love. They definitely are. You know, they're trying to normalize her reaction to yeah. him and, and build Maybe that, that relationship was a note. up. Maybe that was a note that like they don't know each other unless this woman's an idiot. They don't. So right? they, or they just changed a couple days She's, to a couple. They changed one word. Yeah. She's yeah. really like dreamy. Too. And this is just that actress, though. I mean, for sure, Krista mm-hmm. Allen. But it's like she has this very dreamy, like, oh, I don't know, like, la, la, la. you know. I mean, she's just she just seems like she's so clueless. Can we? Uh, I hate it too, because like I don't like to do this, but can we touch on her face work? Yeah, absolutely. Because she looks so young and so well preserved, but also very. Well, if you look at her hands Helped. and her neck, and she wears these oh, long, I didn't think of that long cardigans that cover up her hands, uh-huh. and she always wears like a neck. I mean, she's very, very great figure. She could wear whatever she wanted. But she's always layered in all these she layers. She covers her neck and hands. Covers her neck and hands a little bit, and every once in a while, you see them. We we were pointing that out when we watched it again, and mm-hmm. they they look a little older. Your hands give you away, you know. Yeah, and her face is very well preserved. I mean, she looks the her same. Lips are. You know, a little big, but her face looks very like preserved. Botox. Yeah, <laughs> she looks like she's had the right yeah fatty but fillers look, or but whatever. She's had, whatever her work is, it's pretty good though. I yeah. mean, because knowing what she looked like when she was younger, I mean, she kind of looks the same. The same except I mean, to even like, hear you skinnier. say face and and or hands and neck like shocked me because I thought that I didn't think she was face and neck aging. Levels, which to me is like, I mean, it starts at 40. Does it? Yes. My mom always says it starts at 40. She says everything, everything. starts at 40. It does. Cool. We are <laughs> sorry to share this with you. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, Caroline Manzo just got her neck done. I don't know if you guys are Bravo people, but I just saw that Caroline she Manzo got neck. her neck done before BravoCon. Like, oh, That's like a neck really bad. lift. A yeah. neck lift, yeah. I mean, my thing, literally, my face is so jacked because of my TMJ. It's out of control. Like, my – I know that when I get my TMJ, which might never, ever happen under control, my face will totally change shape again. Mm. But, like, my jaws are – I feel like I have walnuts in my jaws. No. Like they're, Yeah, they are. I'll let you touch after. It's oh, jacked. No. And so I know, like, when I – Whenever I lean up, I'm like, girl, why do you – I'm like, I feel like that's the cause of most of my shit, which almost makes me feel like, girl, just go get like – just go get a facelift. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, why not just go get a mini facelift? Would that fix that though? Would it fix No, your it jaw? wouldn't. But what else oh. could I do? Like, I'm already working overtime to try and fix the jaw. I don't think visually I can fix that appearance without putting Botox into it. Mm. Because that's, like, how, like, Bethany did it. Or you can do it the way I do it through, like, a body healer. But it takes forever. My – I don't know. Did you guys see that my neck was, like, tomato red when you came here earlier? 
I didn't notice. I put these heating packs all over my neck before I came here to try mm-hmm. and get like my swelling down. It's a whole rocket, dude. Like wow. I'm just like I have to take like notes from this actress because I thought she looked beautiful, but also she looks so preserved in a yeah. way where I'm like, girl, do you need to be preserved like that? I don't think she does. She's already. I mean, I don't know what she would have looked like, but it, I mean, it just it's also the double-edged sword of yeah, preservation. I mean, right? Look she younger. wouldn't be playing a lead if she looked great. Or I think, like, would we know <laughs> yeah. what she looks like, it, like if she didn't have fillers? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We don't know. I mean, she could have looked fine. She could have looked yeah. I mean, classier people- or you know, elegant or whatever. But yeah. I think she yeah. I think she looks good. I'm just like also sometimes with the fillers, I'm like, maybe you do look as good as you can, like for your age, but we just wouldn't know because we never saw anything different. You're just yeah. like on top of it. Maybe. She looks too good to be with him. For no sure. To him, but well, it's also now I'm starting just... to think he's a nice guy. It's also <laughs> We're like, he's the best. My <laughs> I don't talk about my boyfriend like that. <laughs> <laughs> <The> fuck. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Fucking come oh. to my podcast and talk about my boyfriend. <laughs> um, no, what were you gonna say? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna talk about her red belt. <laughs> oh, oh god, this is the red belt. The I've red been belt. waiting for this. Oh, I didn't mention it. Okay, so they move into the new house, the witness protection house, and it's all done like red accents with black and white in the kitchen, and she's wearing literally like a black and white striped top and the red belt. And then the next, she's wearing color. like a yeah, she's striped shirt and the red belt. The red belt. <laughs> striped. Striped. It's striped. It's striped. I feel like striped is me. a word. It is. Now. <laughs> just a pronunciation. Striped is Anyways. a word. It is. It's Thank a striped you. top. Right. I fucking buy that. It's, Thank you. <laughs> she's not American. I mean, what can we do? Shauna's not American. <laughs> Clearly. She's ESL. She's striped is a classic American. Very, an American to me not to know about striped. Anyway, there was just a lot very of Robles. very small jeans with like a zipper that was like this big, which I was like, damn. And then like this belt was just everywhere. This patent leather red belt. And she'd have a red like patent red leather shoes. pump or yeah. like a red flat. Like a Bethany punch of red moment. Yeah, every, but all the time and in her kitchen, though. I mean, <laughs> when have like, you matched your kitchen accent? Like, I do. Do you? I do. <laughs> well, a therapist or a psychic. Sorry, a therapist. <laughs> Jesus. A, ther- a psychic told me that I can only wear red, white, blue, black, and sometimes gray and shades of orange, but or otherwise people will read me wrong. Really? So I have literally – but I've always been drawn to those colors anyway, but I limit myself at those colors. Like I don't have yellow in my house. I don't have purple. I don't have green. I am – that is my quadrant Maybe that was her thing. It's black. But how do you witness protection protection people know that? She probably went to the same psychic as me. (laughs) She just walked into that that huge house. I was like, damn, the witness protection program. It was program. like very like have some dope up. Here. <laughs> like they it was tchotchkeyed up. Like they had like 
fucking like flower pepper shakers and they had, on the, oh my god yeah, yeah. and pepper grinder went, on the table like, it was like red too yeah we were it was a lot when you go into baking tins that's when you're niche like when yeah. you have a flour tin like i'm like oh honey you're baking all all day long all Every day, day. Mm-hmm. um which by the way that does serve a purpose for someone there is someone in our country that reaches into their for a cup of flour every day. Oh yeah, absolutely. Not you, not me, but definitely someone. Do you, do you have a flour tin? I have a flour like- tin, but it's 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 like it doesn't look like the ones in the movie. Is it on? <laughs> is it on the front of the counter? No, it's in a cabinet. Right. It bugs me when they're on the counter. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's flour. I don't use it every day, like you're saying. I'm like, sure every morning my counter is like make... full of like Girl Scout fucking sashes or whatever the yeah. hell it is I have around my house. Yes. <laughs> like fucking melted Ken dolls and like weird ass <laughs> shit. I have the weirdest shit at my house. Okay. So. Um, she, he asked her what she's doing this weekend. She's like, it's Valentine's Day. And he was like, mm. I know it is. And I make an amazing Coca Vaughn. Okay. So that's my favorite. She <laughs> cannot believe that he can make this dish. Like, she's like, how did you know? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's one of the top 12, I would say, for did like you someone. notice that during dinner, though, he, go- she goes, I have to have the recipe. And he said, if I told you, I'd have to, to kill, kill you. you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Lots of like, you know what I would kill for? A glass of wine. Yes, I wrote that down too. There's lots of that too. They fucking are ready to kill. Killing, flirting. So um, So at the witness protection house, Violet and Cammie are in this big fight because Violet promised uh, was promised that she could go on a camping trip with her friends. Cammie now has a bad feeling about it, and she thinks that it's best if she doesn't go. She's like, I'm going to be safe. My friend's older sister will be there, which, by the way, when we pull up to this scene later on, I'm like, oh, that was not safe. (laughs) Nope. But also, it was probably the safest alternative. Um, Except that he knew where she was, which was not (laughs) great. But thankfully, that's not his kink. Like, killing... Mm, well, we, we'll get to that. So, you know, this whole um, – she goes, you know, this whole witness protection thing has made you crazy. She's like, well, you're still not going camping. And she goes, well, I hate you. <laughs> she goes, of course you do. So she calls Brian and tells him that she's not going to be able to – Cammy calls her. And she's like, I'm not going to be able to make it out tonight because I had a bad feeling about Lily going on her trip. And I promise no matter what, I'm not going to miss my first PTA, PTA meeting. meeting. Yeah. Which I did not realize she is the T in the PTA Except at that's this not, school. A PTA meeting isn't really a parent meeting like with a the teacher. teacher conference. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a, your kid is like not doing As their homework. As a previous homework. PTA member, I would like to say, <laughs> I did You quit. need about much better things than that. PTA well, it's is like, like a, a group, group of volunteers that work together to like help the school, like not, the, not the committee or the teacher. What was I? I know. Oh. <laughs> Shut up, Trisha. But no, I'm not saying shut up, Trisha. What I want to get to is the fucking juice. Oh. What was the big? I I watched Weeds. What happened? I've seen all the shows. Right. What happened at the PTA that you had to bounce? Um, oh United States of Terra. You ever seen United States of Terra? The hot egg dish situation. Oh. That fucking eggs hot. don't travel. No, it was it was a breakfast I was in charge of where um, someone dictated everything I I had to make, mm-hmm. and it was like too much. I was like, and there was a way. hot egg dish, and she was telling me about it, and I've never done PTA or anything. I'm just like, no, I can't. And so she was telling me about, it, and I was like, 
Fuck that hot egg dish. And then I was like, let's what go was teepee the- that lady's house. Like, it was we just were going to just go like go for it. But this then we president never did. who was just it's like. It's not worth it. You know when someone's <laughs> super exacting to you? But you oh, know, You know what you're doing. Yeah. Like you're crafty. You signed up for the PTA because you like to do crafts and help make stuff for people and do stuff and volunteer. And then they tell you exactly what to do. Let me run a scenario by you. Yes. Was it like, okay, you need to bring some sort of hot eggs, but the way that it's worked best in previous years, if it's like a Southwestern scramble. So we have to get like the (laughs) I would have accepted a little previous year. Okay. Because I was a first year parent. And instead, it was just like a list <laughs> of what had to be there. I want to get a t-shirt. So what was that. the, what was the, di- yeah, I know. Oh, you need a hot egg dish. Hot, hot, egg that's dish. hot, egg, hot egg dish is your fucking merch. My new merch. t-shirt. No, it's you guys' merch. Oh, just, yeah. Yeah. Fuck your hot egg dish. That should be the t-shirt. But what was the, what was the dish that they demanded? Just a hot egg dish. There was no demand on what type. So it was just the fact. began and ended at you needing to bring eggs. No, no, no. I don't care. No, there was. I don't care. There was an itemized (laughs) list. Oh, strap in. There's an itemized list of food that I had to bring. And it just was like. It was too much. We're so. always in these situations you're like, with controlling people. You're in a situation where you're, you're... It doesn't sound like anyone controls you. Asking, it sounded like it began and ended with you being asked to off. bring a hot egg dish. <laughs> it just... When you're when you're working with volunteers and you say, can you bring some stuff for breakfast? People sign up and they sign up for what they sign up for. And then Krista I was Allen would dictated bring to bring the hot egg dish. <laughs> So you tried to sign up for like a Danish or something? No, I was fun. in charge of getting everybody signed up, and I was in charge of making sure all the food groups. And they're like, were we're also going to fuck you on the egg dish and while you're here. Also, we need a hot egg dish at like six thirty in the morning. Hot though. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody's like, "Fuck, that sucks." I don't want to get up that early and, cook and then a hot I was egg. like giving you my hot egg dish recipe. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. At that point, Sorry. I would cook on location. I just. Uh, no, there's no kitchen. Because you can scramble. No, you could do it on your uh, on your uh, radiator in your car. <laughs> well, I need you to join my fucking PTA yeah. malls because, like, you I'm got, like, excuse me, I'm out here on the fucking lawn with a hot plate, <laughs> and none of you bitches have brought this. That would be me. I'm like out on the I lawn with a hot, a hot plate. plate. I'm like, I'm not traveling with eggs. Those travel terribly. I'm down the street. I made an egg casserole. Traveled fine. Yeah. See, that's great. A quiche. Come on. Yeah, like, I like anything like that. Frittata. Come on. Kind of oh, thing. that's wonderful. It, they, it, they ate it all. It was great. So why it's did you leave? The most popular. It was just too much bullshit that chick's work such to do. a bitch. I don't even know why I'm involved in this. It's not even my story. <laughs> no, this is a part of all of our stories. <laughs> I think this will shape like where we move we forward all, as of today. Collectively Anyways. Okay, sorry. Um, it's like we only did five minutes on the hot eggs, but you guys need to fucking move on. Um, all right. Okay. Um, he tells her he's going to bring uh, Lily, a.k.a. Violet, up to the campgrounds himself. So Brian's like... Don't worry. I'm like, I don't know how to do it exactly. Do it. He's like, I'll bring her. I don't know how to do I it. He sounds like a he sounds like a fucking like beautiful robot. I don't know how 
wants to describe it. Like he sounds kind of like a robot, but it's like kind of like, oh, okay. Like, can you tell like I'm in love with him? Like as this movie goes. So the car ride is very important on the way up because this is where Lily, aka Violet, gets all the information she really needs to know. Yeah. Yeah. In order to have at least a solid sense of who he could be. Um, but for some reason, she never chooses to text her mom or she doesn't feel comfortable to text her mom. And she never says anything to him. I feel like this was a very easy cotton candy moment. That mm-hmm. This is where yeah, cotton yeah. candy via text, like, mom, we just forgot the cotton candy or something like that. And she says to her mom when she leaves, I'll text you every hour. Right. Because so like okay Brian was acting really weird in the car, like I'm not sure about him. So there's a couple misdirects in this scene. I would say the first one being that he has a little husky toy on the front seat oh, of his yeah. car where she sort of like turns the husky towards him as if the husky contains some sort of video camera. And then he makes a point to turn it back to her. Yeah, I thought he turned it because he was being OCD. OCD, right. Yeah. Like his different things in his closet or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I could see that being the How case he needs too. Things to be I didn't like... even think about it that way though, but it was weird like that. Because they really spotlighted it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also like you're a new husky man. Like we did not know Raphael won as a husky man. He was not husky. Yeah. So um, the other misdirect is obviously that we think that he is going to fucking kill her on the side of the road. But he doesn't. One hour and 40 seconds to 10342. Here. Water. Water. Oh, thank you. Mm. Are you sure that we're going the right way? Kind of seems like we're in the middle of nowhere. No, no, no. It's the right way.
Why did we stop? We got a flat. You didn't feel it? I will say that right here we thought that, you know, he's going to probably fucking kill her in the woods, but he doesn't. What we do see is that he comes back to town, meets her at her first PTA meeting like a fucking creep. Like he's that boyfriend that just like waits in the back of something for someone. We all know that boyfriend that's just like – my boyfriend's actually just going to wait in the hallway while I record this right. five-hour <laughs> podcast. And I'm like, excuse me? No. Don't no, date no, that no, guy. No, no, no. Yeah. Please yeah. don't date that guy. Or, like, just don't be that person. Because no. sometimes I look at the guy and I'm like, it's not on the guy. I'm like, sometimes I'm like, this guy doesn't oh, want to be, be the here person. either. <laughs> like, just, like, don't be – don't engage with either person right? that yeah. could create that dynamic. Because sometimes it is the person. Yeah. Like, those guys waiting at the nail salon, unless they they're like actively waiting for their bitch to leave them. They just don't want to be there and they're just there. Like yeah. they're just mm-hmm. like, I'm waiting at the nail salon. Like this is my life. I'm holding her purse. Like that's fine too. Just not for me. Yeah. Unless you want to hold my purse, Brian. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> I love you, Brian. Hit me Brian. up. I wish that actor was. I mean, I. All right. Listen. All right. So, um, Cammy doesn't ask much about her daughter being dropped off in the woods <laughs> safely, but she does thank him. Um, he tells her that he had some ulterior motives. He wanted Cammy all to himself tonight. I want to talk briefly just to go back to this thing. Oh, wait. <laughs> she does say this. I like that. Which I tweeted about today. He's like, I want to do all to myself tonight. And she's like, I like, I like that. that. I hate it. It's always like a, would you like to go on a date? I like that. Like, it's like, that's just say yes. Like, right. <laughs> why is it I'd like that? Just, isn't that, that's like, what you tweeted where you're like, on every Lifetime movie, the answer is. Unless like it's no, yeah. it's like, I'd like that. Yeah. And it's so uncomfortable. Oof. Um, but you're right. So that was a really tense ride up. I will say if you've ever been a teen girl, I used to have to like babysit and then wait for the dads yes. to drive me yeah, home. Me too. the most awkward thing in the world. I mean, oh. you're like 13, 12 years old even like babysitting and that ride home would be like Low-key, the worst was when my mom found out that, like, one of the couples that I was babysitting for would always babysit for their kids on, like, Fridays or Sundays or Fridays or Saturdays. And, like, they would come home hammered. And, like, I was young. And I was, was, like, 15, 16. And I was, like, dead sober. I was a straight-edge kid. I was into punk rock and, like, would go. I was very – I was a straight-edge, like, ska – fucking punk bitch like i'd just be out there like fucking moshing on the weekends for fun (laughs) just out of the pure spirit of loving music okay (laughs) like so dumb and like this these parents would come home wasted and i'd be like oh they're really nice like (laughs) like whatever they're really nice people like i wouldn't realize they were drunk and then i remember my mom being like confronting them and being like I know that you guys go out and you get hammered and you're not allowed to drive my daughter home drunk. So, but you do have to take her home after she babysits for you. So do you want to talk about awkward on awkward? 
my mom was also like, you're not allowed to let her go alone in a cab. So the the dad from the family oh, would call a cab. Oh no, no, no. And then ride all the way to my house. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's like, I'm not gonna stop getting drunk. So that's just not, <laughs> not a thing. Option. He's like, so I'm just I'm And then just they would ride in the cab. Flip a Yui and drop me drunk right off. And like dad in the back with you. Like And yeah, and like granted that was, so that was probably like a fifteen dollar cab ride and like I was probably charging five twenty five an hour. Yeah, like for sure. that's when I was like power moving it up by a quarter, right? Yeah. Like, mm, actually, this summer it's going to be five seventy five. Um, nice. Like, really? Yeah, I've made some money though babysitting. Oh, me too. That's especially when we started as young as your daughter, thirteen. I can't imagine leaving. No offense, her alone with my. Five year old, like almost yeah. five year old. Oh, I like, was twelve alone with toddlers. No, we were like fucking. We were too. I was like Irish a nanny. As fuck, like yeah, because like they didn't have brothers and sisters, so yeah. they just hired someone that could be their brother or sister yeah. for four dollars an hour. Yeah. yeah, dark, but yeah, no, that so like that that adult male tension alone in the car felt very familiar to mm-hmm. me. It was so uncomfortable. So we're going to transition um, from their date to the next scene where we see that he's carrying a knife in his back pocket. She As says, you do, right? Yeah. Goddamn knife. And it's like, a, it's the knife. Like, yeah. for sure. Same knife. Yeah. So she's like, I love the food. Which, by the way, all of that stuff, the knives, all of that stuff would be in evidence somewhere. Right? So, like, think. how did any of this stuff... Right, I There's know. multiple things. The guard maybe took it out of evidence. She went to the FBI. No, I'm just kidding. I, I know. Well, like, like, I want to see her ass. Like, I need he to just know. Bought, like, yeah. another knife that looked exactly like it with all the resources he has. Like, that's the thing, and too. This man has literally, like, Bruce Wayne resources. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just never-ending. He like could literally... Yeah, he'll fight the country, not just Gotham. He's like, fucking bitch, like, I'll fight anyone. Where did this man get his money? I don't know, because he killed his mom when he was a kid, apparently. Right? His dad is the owner of Austrian Gay TV. He's like, <laughs> 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 oh my God. What's the name? Is it Bruno? Is the name of that character? Bruno. Bruno. It is Bruno. Austrian Gay TV. Bruno, yeah. P A R T Y. I think literally. <laughs> I'm so sorry that like I don't even know anything else from the bit that I love as much as P A R T Y. Okay. So I want to watch that right now. We have to get through this. So we can see um a collection of articles growing on the wall behind him. So he's got like, you know, he's making food, he's doing champagne, he's growing his fucking murder wall. So um, But didn't you say he takes out like it's like Room oh, temperature you take champagne, out champagne, which was on its side. Yeah, you do not store. It. And then the next shot, it's actually open. Yeah, that would have been a nightmare. You're right. And so also, gross. we have the same ring, yeah. which we'll see later when she puts it on is completely beaten in on the back end, so it's I didn't completely see that flat. Part. But yeah. it still is too big for her finger, so it like waffles out on the side. Like, Uh way too big. At which point I would have been like, this is not my ring, sir. Like, whose ring is this? Like, So, wouldn't, if someone tried to stab you after showing you that ring, wouldn't you remember what it fucking looked like? How do you get the same (laughs) ring, though? Same thing with the That would have been evidence, too. Also, once again. Yeah, lots of plot holes in this bitch. And again, that makes me want to see his girl back at the prison. 
I think that she could be an interesting person to look at. I want to see that movie. Okay, so he takes the knife from his back pocket and he holds it tightly against the platter that he um, is holding to, like, show off this beautiful dessert he's made. Um, And things are starting to feel very Silence of the Lambs now with the weird (laughs) accent and the wine and the fine dining. Um, And she's like, what did I do to deserve you? And he starts talking about how he's made some decisions. And it's sort of like a meandering nothing speech um, about how he doesn't want to compromise the way he feels for her anymore. But we can't see that he's preparing to bring this ring box out from – we can see, rather, that he's preparing to bring this ring box out. Before he can do that, though, Cammie's phone starts ringing 107.10 to 109.13. I am so sorry. That could be Lily. Give me one second. Just one second. Sorry. Hello? Agent Halloran? Camille, I'm sorry to call you so late, but we've had a development and I wanted to fill you in. We were able to track down the doctor who worked on Raphael. His remains, actually. He died a few months ago in a fire. Does that mean... Did Raphael kill him? We think so. But this doctor... He's a plastic surgeon. So we're thinking Raphael wasn't actually injured in the escape. We think he may have altered his appearance. He he changed his appearance, so... Listen, I'm not trying to scare you, but we don't know what Raphael looks like right now. Now, if he did alter his appearance enough, he might be completely unrecognizable. So I might not know who he is if I saw him? We did find a hotel clerk, and he saw Raphael when he was checking out. He's going to do a sketch for us. So we'll know what Raphael looks like soon, I promise. And I will email that to you as soon as I have it, okay? (sighs) Okay. And in the meantime, I'm sending the marshal to your house to pick up you and your daughter. Wait, wait, we're not home right now. I I need to go and get Lily. I'm gonna go pick her up and then we can meet the marshal at my house, okay? Okay. Thank you. What happened? I couldn't help but overhearing the stalker changed his identity. I, I, I need to go get Lily and I need to go home. I'm sorry. I need to call her. She's not answering. Lily, Lily, if you get this, please call me back. I'm coming to get you right now. I feel like I'm going to be sick. Seems like she runs all the way up to his upstairs bathroom. Also, like, is his is his she place? She feels she goes? so comfortable in his place. I yeah. noticed the same thing when it's she went right up to his master. master bath. Like yeah. that seemed. There's not I like a bathroom even, down there in this size yeah. of a ranch. There would be a guest bathroom first, like a small something. Yeah, definitely. I would feel uncomfortable going to the master bath in this home. That's at the very least. I'll put it. Yeah. Like, there has to be something in between there. So once she's in there, she's flailing around, trying to figure any of this out. I have to say that that phone call was so fucking poorly handled. I've... She everything just, was repeated exactly. Hard-pressed to find a person that I would, like, less likely want on some sort of mission with me. This this chick? Yeah, they're like, <laughs> and he's, he's not, not going to appear as he, he might. You mean he's if not he, going to look exactly like he threw off Raphael in the fire? Would it explode? Again, it's so inefficient, and I agree with you. <laughs> <It's> a weird. 
So um, once they head up to the bathroom, he gets on his laptop and he looks for an email spoofing service and whatever comes up underneath mugshot. He's got on some Google. amazing Wi-Fi or whatever to internet speed because he does this shit so fast. She's just dumb. He's like literally, do you, you know, little Zan? Little Zan, I said. Lil Zan. Lil Zan. Lil Zan was, um, he believed his girlfriend was pregnant because, like, she showed him a printout of, like, the first Google search for, like, baby. <laughs> and, like, they went with that for, like, eight weeks where they were telling the public, like, yeah, she's pregnant. And, like, it's literally the first, like, like ultrasound. No. Yeah. So... <laughs> This is basically what he did. And she is that dumb. Like, to his credit, she's fucking dumb. Um, so he comes into the bathroom. And right then, like, at that point, she's just seen that this man, Raphael, too, also has 13 black suits, like, hung in his closet. In a row. And it's a very, like, uh, sleeping with the enemy moment. You know that movie with what's her name? Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Except that movie is done so much scarier. So like when you come to the point where she opens the cabinet and sees all the cans like turned the it's same way or whatever. It's also very, very clear that OCD and control are like what that that husband particularly has with her right. before she but escapes. Like hardcore. Yeah. And this one it's kind of like random. Softly, like he's oh, kind of like OCD but then he lets it go but then only about his Suggested? Suits. Softly suggested maybe? In it is softly suggested to the point where the other clues that could indicate OCD seem like throw like throwaways yeah, or like yeah. like things to throw you off. Like the little dog seemed like a camera to me. Yeah. And in most movies it probably would have been. But this man who just decided Huskies is his brand <laughs> two weeks ago. Yes. Two months ago. Yeah. Apparently. Um, yeah. <laughs> two and a half years ago when he started planning this second identity. So he's like, oh, you found my little secret. And she's like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm a sentimental fool. That's right. I've kept all of my grandparents' suits or my grandfather's suits from when he was in the war. Like, he basically makes it seem like his grandfather's place is intact. Exactly the way, coincidentally, that Raphael One's house right? was intact because he is a Patrick Bateman that has, you know, 11 identical suits hanging in the closet. <laughs> That's like, by the way, goals to me. Like, I've always wanted to have such a. I'm organized. I want someone to assign me a uniform. Like, I don't know that I'm ready to be like, okay, Molly, like, I've seen people out there, obviously, black turtleneck, Hallmark, like, just you do that. White t shirt, white long sleeve, various, like, you know, maybe a. Red belt. Whatever. A red belt. <laughs> exactly. I'm waiting for someone to come to me and tell me, Molly, this is your vibe. Quit everything else. Buy 12 of these. Move forward. This that. is it. Yeah. That I want nice. that. that. Is there yeah. like a uniform consultant? I don't Stitch fix? I don't know. <laughs> Sammy caught that. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. No, I'm just kidding. They they yeah, Stitch Fix Kids. Um, so oh, yeah, Stitch Fix Kids. So um, he tells her to check her email. Uh, the sketches maybe come in by now. So he's like, does the man look familiar? And she says, no, she's never seen him. The email says that she needs to get to a safe place and get rid of her phone. So she's working off of this email that he's just sent from a spoofing service as if it's from the FBI. Um, and he's like, call Lily from the phone and tell her everything the FBI tells her to do. Um, 
We see the FBI in the meantime working on the real sketch and they send it off. It's you know who. It's Raphael Dose. So um, we leave the house in a rush. Brian throws her phone into the fireplace before they leave. It does not feel efficient, as you asked, Shauna. It does not. (laughs) The the man's technique and kinks and his way of doing things, the pattern is never the same, I wrote here, except for the victims. In the flames now, we see in the... um, we see her cell get a little notification. It says, new email. It's, like, from the FBI. It's, like, literally, like, new email, sketch, like, <laughs> FBI sketch. But it's still, like, how is her phone even working? I'm sorry. I'm I so caught up in fires, that fire. I don't think fire's a, a good mode. Like, but- if I'm being honest, I'll take my phone into the infrared sauna with me, and, like, that goes up to 158. Now, I've never been in a fire, but I'll tell you that my phone's never been, like, no. Yeah. Like, hmm. well, the only okay. time it does that is after, like, six hours of sun tanning. Yeah. Will your phone be, like, I'm done, bitch. Put me under an umbrella. <laughs> and then you put it under for, like, two minutes. I don't know. I feel like three minutes in a fireplace, you're still going to get an email from the FBI. <laughs> So they're driving to get Violet, and he tells her that maybe Violet's not answering her phone because she's roasting marshmallows. You can tell that he doesn't really want to get to, like, go get the kid, but he knows that Cammy will catch on and not be in love with him if he gives away anything that's happening. So he keeps reiterating she's better off alone with her friends. I think this is interesting because he really doesn't want to hurt her child. Right. This is about killing a woman once she's in love with him. She doesn't want to involve the little girl, the young girl. But she's not that young. Like, a lesser man would absolutely get a 16-year-old girl involved in this. Yeah. Like, a lesser man would involve a 16-year-old girl for no fucking reason, let alone that he has a murder plot going on. What's his plan after he kills the mom? He's he's drugged. You know, just leave, I guess. the girl in his house. Take a photo and get on the road. (laughs) This husky. I think he wants to uh, go to a next country, like, right? Like, with his new face. Maybe. If he can, Mr. DuPont. He's Chris DuPont as well. We have to remember that. He got through a whole surgery with that fake, like, identity. So we get to the car, and Brian tells what? Oh, I missed that. Brian DuPont was his name when the um, Doogie Hauser was doing his face. Oh. He was like, Mr. DuPont. I missed it. You will definitely be able to get to a new country, Mr. DuPont. Don't worry about one thing, DuPont. Like, he said his name, like, four times. And I was like, fuck. Hold on, I'm going to take a swig of whiskey. Yeah. Cammy, like, pops out once they get to the campground. And she's like, I need Violet. Violet. And the girl who's running the campground, a.k.a. just, like, this random 17-year-old girl, (laughs) Is like, I don't know a Violet. Um, she's very nice about it, to be honest. Um, yeah. And then finally, Violet pops her head out. And there, she's like, I thought her name was Lily. And she's like, it's like a nickname. And they get into the car. They're so bad at covering. No, they're so bad at car- covering. <laughs> and then right away, Brian tells Cammy to get Violet's phone. Um, he's still using their names, by the way, Emily and Lily. Um, he Like... He's doing a surprisingly good job with that. So then Emily takes Violet's phone, Cammy takes Violet's phone, and throws it out the window. So I don't know why, like, literally she's leaving this phone, this hot phone, with a bunch of teenage girls in the woods. Dick move to yeah. all the other parents. Right, right. Like, 
if this is the logic we're tracking. So, okay, Violet tries to get the download basically on the situation um, with her mom. And she's trying to, like, understand everything that's going on while Brian's there without, like, sort of alerting Brian to the fact that she knows what's going on. And she and Brian are making, like, mean eye contact mm-hmm. in the, yeah, the rearview rear view. Oof, uncomfortable. Yeah. And she's like – um, I have to like pee. Uh, and he, she's swigging this water that he gave her on the car ride up this whole time. So she gets out. Mom's like, yeah, Hemingway has to pee too. So they get out and Mom seems super concerned about the dog. She is so much more attentive to the dog at this point. And it's like, once again, it's that feeling where you feel like they've been together forever. Like, she's known the dog. You know what I mean? Like, you would start, like, taking care of, like, your boyfriend's dog or something, like, only if you knew them for a long time. I don't know. It just seems I, like ownership. I 100% agree. Let's play 115.24 to 116.20. I agree. She's more concerned with the dog than anything. Wait, so you're saying that we have no idea what Raphael looks like anymore? No, sweetie, we do. Agent Halloran texted me a picture, but I didn't recognize the face. Well, can I see it? The sketch, I mean, maybe I have seen him around school or town or something. No, sweetie, I don't have this sketch anymore because I don't have a phone. But I'm telling you, if Raphael was at this school, I would have recognized him. I know it. Babe, we're going someplace safe. Let's just, let's both try to get some sleep, okay? And I'll just, I'll wake you when we get there. Did you tell Agent Halloran where we're going? No, no, but as soon as I get to the cabin, I will. So they stop uh, at this like rest side rest stop thing or whatever. It's like a motel. And he's like, I'm going to go look in the bathroom for you and see if anyone's there. Ew. Okay. So he like looks in. Great. There's no like stray person there um that could like attack his potential stepdaughter but um so she goes inside and pees and he just waits outside and there's obviously a payphone that's standing in between him and the rest of his future so he cuts the wires when she comes out the wires are cut oh he cut them i didn't realize i I thought they were just i would presume like or maybe i mean he has that knife handy that's true back pocket um I will say that when they pull up to the house, finally, she's like, mom, can I talk to you alone for a second? And he throws some luggage in her arms and she's like, he, he's like, she's dealing with Hemingway. Uh, come inside the house. <laughs> Once again. And like, <laughs> this is where for me, this is where like my spidey senses started to tingle. I would say back when mom was so relaxed, like I would almost yeah. as it, and I hate to say this, but like. I would have thought, is my mom in on this too? Either that or is my mom been drugged? Like, I would think she that, just, like, I would she think just stupid. stupid. Yeah, I, would, I mean, well, like, my first thought would be, like, That's she's obviously stupid. <laughs> We're obvious. She's obviously yeah. stupid. Yeah, she's sure. way too relaxed to but be like, fleeing from an escape. I know, she's like, I don't have my phone. But like, she's used what? to her mom's idiocy at this point. Yeah. Like, you have to realize like, that at really every to turn, she has witnessed her mom's idiocy. Like, yeah. 
that's I'm like, girl, I'm like, your mom is probably trying to like, whether she realized it or not, she's trying to kill both of you. Like whether you, whether, you know, she might not mean it, but she's trying to fucking kill you. Right. So, um, yeah, he throws her, he throws some luggage on her and I hated that. Just him. Like these are these microaggressions. You guys, if you've never been a teenager with a mom who's dating or like, yeah, if you've never been a teenager with mom who's dating, that's pretty much all, all you would like. Basically, these are the microaggressions that guys who do not give a shit about you, yeah. but literally just want you to not have an account that you can turn back to your parent with, will act like. Where it's like, I don't really give a shit about you. I'll be passably nice to you, and I won't do anything that you could turn back to your mom and say that I did, and that like she'd believe it. Like, they rely on the doubt. Yeah. Oof. It's scary. I'm uncomfortable. So when um he, she gets to her room, he's like, what do you think? And she's like, listen, I have a really bad headache. And he goes, have you been drinking your water? Because you really should be hydrating. And the music swelled at that moment in a way that I almost thought that we were going to, like, flash back to him saying, like, you should hydrate, like, to, on the yeah. phone. Yeah. Um, Like, he's a hydro bro on Reddit. But <laughs> – then she realizes that her drink has a drug in it and that this There's guy is Raphael. Is that what it is? It looks like they a... show it. It's like a bunch of just like pills. Barely like, crushed pills. And I'm like, you couldn't taste that in the water because you can taste pills It would have tasted water. horrible. I mean, like, and like there were like chunks. It wasn't like dissolved. I thought, I was like, is this a bad shot or is there like a piece of like, it looked like, um, yeah, that gel. Or whatever that's at the bottom of shit. Like Boba. In, in an ice pack. Boba, Boba stuff or Boba in an ice pills. <laughs> Boba pills. So Cammy and Brian are downstairs now. They're trying to decompress after this long, crazy night. Um, and this is where he's going to try and execute the rest of his plan. 122.27 to 130.14. Hey. Hey. How's Lily? She's okay. She's uh, all settled up in her room. Sound asleep already. Can you imagine? No phone, no internet. Why stay awake, yeah? Yeah. <sighs> Brian, you've been amazing. It seems like you're always coming to my rescue. Yeah. Just happy to be some help, actually. And hey, the good news is that no one's gonna find you out here. that I'd kill for one, too. I'll be right back. Okay. Here you go. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. You know, as awful as this whole thing has been, it would have been so much worse without you here. Well, I'm happy to hear that because... Oh, look, Emily, I know I haven't known you too long. It's only been a couple of months, I know that. But I also know that, of 
gotten pretty close these last couple of months, yeah? And look, maybe it's because of what we're going through, I don't know. But what I do know is I don't want to lose you. And that I love you. What are you doing? Emily Connors. What? Of course, I, I feel the same way. I, I, I do. It's just there's there's so much going on in my life right now. I don't know if I. Uh, it, of course, of course, I love you. But you don't trust me because of him. I understand. No, I do. I will. I, I, I do. I love you. I was looking for you all along, but you fell in love with me again. <laughs> you changed your name, your identity. You moved around the country and still, you fell in love with me again. No, please don't, please, please, please. Please don't. I've got to tell you, the last couple of months have been very, very precious to me. So withdrawn yet 
Every by day you opened up to me. You did. But still, I wasn't sure what you were going to say when I asked you, but when you said yes, that's a memory you and I will share forever. Actually, it's a shame this has to win. The darkest part about this is, like, this is also probably the way he could have died in jail. Like, is someone spraying deodorant into his face? Yeah. Like, these are the few things you have in life. Do you think – okay, so for anyone at home who isn't he- hearing that sweet, sweet aerosol spray, <laughs> what that was was secret deodorant going directly into his eyes. And we know it was secret because it was prominently displayed. Do you think that secret – I mean, they must have co-signed on this and been like, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. throw a little money. Yeah, you could see the name. And then it's like, oh, not only do we make it smell good, we're a defense against serial killers. Right. Yeah, you like, can use us as a second. You defend odor like and or- defend your life. I mean, that's how like the entire movie Home Alone was like based off of like brand deals. Like in right? this way, this is the Home Alone of – Lifetime. Is that what we compare it to? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so um, after all that, it was some deodorant that took him down. Um, I blame the mom for everything in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. We are going to play a little button to hear like how things worked out between them all at the end, where things went. But like the mom is – she fucked their lives yeah Yeah, without like by the way without fucking which is the worst part of all of it (laughs) there is no sex ever she really like got nothing out of this except a little emotional pick me up some kind of like like he's gonna take care of me like i said when he proposed to her and she says of course i'll marry you that's not what you say by the way like of course i'll marry you like her face didn't look like like yes it was like you know what 
I will have some dessert. Like it was like that. <laughs> like, of course I'll marry you. Yeah. Like, I it really like the whole thing, she gave into it and she that ring, she accepted it too quickly without even like clocking it for what it nothing. was. Yeah. But she just I don't know. She just she doesn't seem committed to anything. She's just kind of like hanging out, like I'm just gonna chill, have a glass of wine, and like you know what kills me hopefully though? The catch the serial killer. Cammy is trying to set herself up for the future, yeah. right? But what she's not really setting herself up for is the true long run of it all, which yeah. is like your daughter's not going to talk to you when she's like thirty five. No. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, your daughter's going to be thirty five and be like, no. My fucking mom like almost got killed by a serial twice because she and couldn't. He could have like, killed fuck- me. Yeah, times she yeah. let me alone with he him. He drugged me and yeah. put me in a room, and like she let him drive me to the middle of the woods. Yeah, like no, no. done. Like pulled me away from my boyfriend my sophomore year when things were finally starting to pick up for me. Like. <laughs> I re- like honestly, this is some hard work that they're gonna have to do. Yeah, Down she's gonna have line. to attend college locally simply to deal with the therapy that they're gonna have to go through for this. Absolutely, long distance therapy for these two is not gonna work. Because both mom, of them are gonna need. Yeah, well, she mom's just, out. She mom just needs her own therapy. First of all, she just had to kill someone to defend herself, yeah. which is not something. You bounce back from right away, like the trauma of being like stalked by your serial Maybe killer. Maybe she should have thought of that in the first place. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just but, kidding. No, but I mean, for sure. But it's Maybe like. Maybe she should have kept her mouth shut. Maybe she should have stopped. Dating no, maybe killers. she just should have like been in witness protection and fucking upheld the laws right? of witness protection. She should have just stayed home and like binged Netflix or something. Instead, she was like, I need to go out. There are to so California. many things I would like to do locked Pizza in my kitchen. house for a couple months with I know, no like, I like, wish that would happen. Give her that the gift. Terrible. No, no. This is like literally me when Chris, my best friend Christine is like, you're so privileged. I'm like, should I go to prison? Like, I literally am like, would I like love prison? And she's like, you're like, she's like, no one asks that. And I'm they like, have I uniforms know. there. It is my biggest fear. <laughs> prison is my biggest fear. But then part of me is like. That's your biggest fear? Mm-hmm. What are you stealing? <laughs> Who are you killing? Oh, I don't know. I think kidding. honestly, wrongful, wrongful, wrongful. Yeah, being accused wrongfully and like going away and like being tried Stop. for a murder I didn't commit. Like that is very scary to me. Like all of that is, yeah, that's like my thing. That As, scares me. Yeah. Is like if I went to jail for a crime I didn't commit. Yeah, yeah. Or a crime I did commit. I just don't want to be there. Right. So I don't commit crimes. But like, so I think that's why I fear it. Because I'm like, excuse me, I've been going far outside of my means to not commit crimes to not be in jail. So right. don't fucking put me there. You know, we scary. will stand up as um, witnesses for you. Character, Character witnesses. Yeah. Character witnesses. 100%. Yeah. She's doing amazing work out there on the internet, you guys. Yeah. Okay. Leave her be. So, um, <laughs> leave her alone. So, um, quick ending to this movie. We're going to play it out because it's very unremarkable, as Boy, we said. Is this ending. is the bottom of the nacho plate. <laughs> the burned piece of chip. Yep. Um, which, by the way, the burnt part is good. We like the burnt part. I the love burnt, burnt parts. Yeah. Burnt I love cheese. the burnt part. That's a huge issue with the pacing of this movie for me, I should say, overall. You don't know what's going on the whole time. Um, so one thirty twenty one to one thirty one thirty five. Let's knock it out. 
Okay, guys, smile. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> My daughter, Francie, left us at home. <laughs> and I know she wanted to bring it, so... Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, you can leave it with me. And um, if you want to stay, there's plenty of food. Oh, thank you. Yeah, sorry about this. I, I just I didn't know whether Francie would be angrier at me or if I brought it or if I didn't bring it. <laughs> <laughs> the dilemmas of the single parent. Oh, I know. It's tough. Yeah. You're divorced, too, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to focus on my daughter. That's all I care about right now. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's perfect. They're acting like this was like a bustling party full of teens. They were acting like this was a kickback. Yeah, no, there were like four teenagers. Like, wasn't even a hangout. Like, he walked in and there were like tons of kids and he was like, oh, I don't want my daughter to see me because I don't know if she's going to like. And it's, there's like three people there. But even then, what like kind one of cunt daughter would you need to have to be like, no, dad, like, don't drop the present off for Daddy. the birthday, girl. Like, I'm embarrassed by you. Like, the I'd be like, Francie, you're a fucking bitch. Get in the car. Like, I'd be like, you're done. You're cut off. I spent my money on this present. You're going to, like, shame me for showing up to this party, which is, by the way, no one, as you said, it's a woman with a fucking Vidal Sassoon haircut walking <laughs> yeah, yeah. down the staircase, a bleach blonde Vidal Sassoon, which, by the way, I can say it because I've been one. And like that Jolie lady who's like, again, like sort of yucking it up. They're all like laughing, like as if, by the way, where's the dad? Who's this dead? is all the dad. At the, the birthday father party. of the, the Jolie's uh, was his caretaker. The father oh, that dad. Oh, the grandpa. I, yeah. They, oh, yeah. They never say. They never wrap that up. We're going to have to get into some real details here he had on a the heart scale. Attack. Because I think. He looked really bad. Oh, okay. But just, I have to say this. That guy that comes in at the end, he's like, you're divorced too, right? Well, because she's mean, like. Oh, my God. Is she, that how guys would pick up on your mom? Oh, so I heard you were married before. Probably, so too. But I also, like, never listened. And also, I don't think my mom would have ever paid attention to guys like that. Like, my mom was ridiculous. into, like, artists yeah. and chefs and, like, Somebody pilots cool. and, like, guys that, like, did, like, like scientists. Like, my mom had, like, off. My mom would have never just, like, hooked up with some guy with who, like, did Francine's business in dad. town. Business that was, like. <laughs> Not even like not even business. It's not even the business part. It's no, like it's the like part. It's like your brain. Like it's just my mom. Yeah, my mom would like would have wanted someone. I mean, which is also her fatal flaw. I would say, like in a way, like during that part of my life, would have been that she dated very interesting men. Mm-hmm. But then I would say, truly, that local dude that just shows up is probably the most dangerous of them all. Yeah. Like that guy at the end might be worse than Raphael. He looked which kind of one like a might find killer. hard to believe. It, no, I, I totally thought he was sketchy. And I just thought that line was so weird. It was just yeah. back to that weird stilted thing where it's like, like I heard your divorce. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I just didn't he's know. Punishing uh, in a long term and silent way. 
Where it's like no one else can tell why did Francie's dad get divorced? Well, we don't know. But the truth is, is that asshole. Yeah, he micromanages everything. He like is like the water bill is up forty four cents this month. talk that's a whole other movie too okay so that was a movie that was a whole ass movie you guys picked it out i'm so thankful for that (laughs) and honestly this was a great episode i was so nervous when you guys came i really was i didn't know what to expect i thought you guys would bully me i'm gonna be honest i didn't know why i thought you guys were gonna be mean to me Bully you. We're nacho experts. Also, I, but I don't just need a to be nacho experts. Thank you. <laughs> don't invite me. anyone over who will bully you. Like, I know, but like, we I will beat them up. Oh, thanks, yes. guys. Thanks. Like, we honest, have your but back. No, dead ass. Like, thank you for like making up for like me not knowing that. But like, I <laughs> was like, I don't know. I think like they're going to bully me. Like, I don't, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was afraid. <laughs> Sammy's laughing because she knows it's true. I was like, I don't know. I, they might bully me. Like, yeah. I, oh, pretty intimidating. It's my boot, right? It's like, literally my reaction, <laughs> though. Like, Sammy little. knows whenever someone, like, I when we walk in here, I'm like, if anyone asks me any questions, I'm going to fucking bite them. <laughs> Which, by the way, I've never fought anyone in my life. And, I, and, like, you're laughing also by seeing me in person and knowing oh, I can never. Like, Jesus. Sammy, if anyone asks any questions, I'll fucking fight. Like, and I won't fight. Like, so I don't know why I act like that. But anyway, let's go to our movie scale. So, oh, wait, by the way, Juno Temple. I know you guys. Yes. You're aware. <laughs> Juno Temple. Um, I want to get your, like, any, like, thoughts you have. We can throw them out towards the end if you want for ideas for the bingo card for next season if you have any. Hmm. But let's do our scale. So we decided, I think, sleeping with the enemy is your number one. And then we're going to do, obviously, Mother May Sleep with Pod. Mother May Sleep with Danger. Yes. Mother May Sleep with Podcast is <laughs> number one. title is, of is clear. This show. We're not even one. We're clear. Okay. Um, Mother May Sleep with Danger is five. So acting on a scale of sleeping with the enemy to Mother May Sleep with Danger, where did you feel this acting fell? Violet carried it for me. I was just gonna say she's pretty good. We I mean, liked there's some Violet. Good Violet moments. carried the movie. Violet carried the movie. <laughs> but also so two. But also yes, three. Wait, so Raphael is, too yeah. did well. I thought. Well, Raphael no. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, no, probably two. This isn't a great. But where's your girl, Krista Allen? How'd you feel she did? It's just so hard because her character is so annoying <laughs> to me. I mean, I think it's like hard for me to judge her acting. I what don't know. Do you think she did the most with it that she could? No, no, no I don't. I don't think so either. <laughs> I think this is a two. It a she more. didn't give that much. Not so now too we're up much. to what? I feel that like I saw more of her on out of Billy than I saw out of her on this. Believability. Well, she was on every day. Oh wait, so acting is four. Yeah. Okay. So believability of the world and characters. I think this is like a three or a four. Four. <laughs> it's not believable at all. Okay, yeah. fine. We'll give it a five. Yeah. I, yeah, let's do five. Creative use of words to avoid censorship. I didn't find was, that to be jarring at I didn't any point. Notice it. I didn't hear any like, like hey, st- stupid pants. Like, yeah. <laughs> dialogue. So weeping the nation. Well, we got an I we got an I like that. So that's a pretty lifetimey thing to me. That's a one. And also, so a five. You mean a five? Oh, no, the creative use of words to avoid censorship. Is that a one? Yeah. 
because yeah. we didn't think it was bad. Sorry. So dialogue. I love that you're checking, Sammy. No one's ever done that in the history of this show. <laughs> dialogue, She's honestly, let's give dialogue. Let's give dialogue a four. Yeah, definitely. Wardrobe, not bad. We got one <laughs> serious red belt. A lot of striped tops. <laughs> striped. It was totally striped. The daughter's um, wardrobe was fine. Like, it didn't... I you know, know what like I liked about the daughter's wardrobe is that the top that she borrowed from her mom looked like a top she borrowed from her mom. Yeah, it did. It looked like your mom's kind of rich and slutty. And, like, that's... <laughs> but, yeah, she doesn't fuck anybody. Yeah. yeah. Your mom's a little rich Ironically, and slutty. Here's a nautical top. Yes. Yeah. Um, hair nautical and makeup. is big for her. I didn't... The hair... Uh, two. Oh, wait. Yeah, two. Two. Hair and makeup, I thought was pretty good. A lot of eyelashes. Let me... That, that toupee on that FBI oh, agent. Yeah, guys, you have to do the guys because I'm very forgiving of men. Okay, so that hair on that FBI agent was horrible. Horrible. And the, the chick, too. Her hair was weird to me, it's too. probably like a three. Yeah, I would do a three. Did you say it was a three or do Let's you think it's it better? Let's give it a three. I trust you because I'm bad at men, which also, like, the blonde gray yeah it was yeah. very bad it was weird music um it was very dramatized like i'd say it's like a 2.5 i'm just gonna throw that out there because i noticed it i didn't really notice it, it but yeah. it made it did make the scene scarier like when she's in the car alone like that music like you even pointed that out i think when we we're talking like that without it it wouldn't have been as intense yeah it was spooky and also like yeah the yeah mm, crying so there was actually like no crying. Only the first time she, like Raphael tried to kill her, and bad. she's like, she's like "Oh doing? my yeah. god, what do you do?" But it wasn't like that lifetime cry that you always three. talk about. It was uh, like four. It was kind of a like a lame ass cry. Though. I think like <laughs> a two or a three. Maybe a three because Violet cried all right. Victimization of the female character. I think the main victim is Violet. Yes. And also, honestly, in a weird, weird world, Jolie, because like she was left with the hardest fucking thing of all. Take care of my parent. Yeah. yeah. And then just like call me if he has a heart attack, which like which mm. he did not. And then additionally, like what about that poor teen girl that was like up watching the campfire? And like they <laughs> like this. These are the things I think about in Lifetime movies where I'm like, does anyone realize the repercussions of doing this to a real person? Like yeah. the, the fucking wave that this would take over in their life. I think for me, I'm going to give this a four. Yeah. This was pretty Violet. I'm I'm sorry, Violet's my girl. Yeah, no, she's been totally through the ringer. Mm. All right. Well, failure and or refusal <laughs> to jump to logical <laughs> conclusion. That's like a five. five. Yes. For sure. Uh drop plot lines is a five. five. Yes. Font. There I was no title. It hard on the when we watched the movie there was but, nothing yeah. let's just give it a two for that reason because i feel like that's better than that's and good something bad that's actually you know what let's give it a one curls. for that reason because they just they yeah we get right? some curls Papyrus. let's give it a one just because so Papyrus. this feels really high like i'm not we gonna never mind. treat anyone to the to the screen like this Ooh. Um, wow sammy had zoomed it but i will say if there Thank was you. a character for like or a rather a ranking just for like doodles 
Like this would be <laughs> a 12 on doodles because this is like, I actually have art at home. This looks like a picture the bottom one looks like a picture of Rihanna that my friend literally drew for my birthday one year and no one at my birthday party knew what to say because <laughs> they were like, is this a serious present that he's giving her? And it was. And I just had to be like, oh my God, that's the best birthday Thank of you. my life. <laughs> That literally looks like a picture of Rihanna that my friend drew. And then this one, I'll send you a picture when I get home tonight. I'll text it to both of you. That's awesome. Okay, so Sammy, what is our um what is our title or our total? Sammy. Thirty nine point five. That's pretty bad, right? It's a Guys, pretty bad good movie. It's a pretty bad good movie. <laughs> You drew that? No, this is oh, what was in the movie. Like, this like is movie. very similar to the one I drew, though. When I send this to you guys when I get home, you're going to be like, yeah, she was the original creator. Molly, you should sue Lifetime. Um, okay, so this was, I feel, a fabulous episode. I'm so thrilled that you guys didn't bully me, but I also now feel bad that you were nice to me and gave me chips Aww. and nacho cheese. Do you want to, like, was I – supposed to share them no it's for you <laughs> it's also it's, just that we wanted you to know that we were nacho experts right thank and we also know we always bring snacks you guys thank you for knowing the true meaning of being nacho experts <laughs> now can i tell you my surprise for you yes so on december when am i doing your podcast december 10th, 10th yeah so on december 4th i'm flying to nashville tennessee and on December 7th, I am flying back. And what will I have done in the meantime? Stood in the pit at the Ariana Grande Christmas slash Sweetener Live Tour. Oh. When I come back, yes, I'm flying across the country to go see Ariana Grande in the best seats I can see her in America, assuming she does not postpone on me, in which case I will go see some other bands and come back. But I'm going to come back and do some really sexy – Christmas music oh, on yes, yes. the kazoo for you. Yay. That is going to be good. Um, some real original riffs that I can only get in person. Can I tell you – wait. So you guys, you they love kazoos. This is like your jam. You do your <laughs> intros with kazoos. Yeah. You guys, you just hum into a kazoo. I don't know why people don't know how to do that. Oh, people blow into yeah. it. Yeah, it's weird. Understand. Like a noisemaker and we're just like – did you not grow up like how do people not know that is it people your like is it like under 18 all different ages people of no of all ages don't know how to use a kazoo we've had to do several lessons on our show well that's why you need to grow up with a mom who dates fucking people from a traveling carnival no seriously Um, my my parents had a a kazoo man and then I did one in high school because I was really popular and uh, (laughs) Have you seen Honey Boy? No. The Shia LaBeouf movie? It might oh, be yeah. about you. His dad was a clown. Oh, yeah, we were. Yeah, her family. Were you a were clown, clown family? I mean, there are some photos of us clowning. <laughs> You're clowning? Her parents are actors. I am a juggalo, so I can relate to that, even though you think I might not. Her parents are actors? Well, they're theater people. My dad's a teacher, a teacher and a director, and my mom's an actress and singer. I love that. We're just hanging out. You guys are so nice. I can't wait to come hang out with you on December 10th. I was, like, very nervous. I don't be nervous. Can you tell that that's, like, 
you know, this is just my damage from the pod scene, you guys. Like, I've just like met. No, I haven't met anyone mean ever doing a podcast. <laughs> um, but would you love if I like unveiled some? No, I'm just terribly insecure and I'm an only child. But thank you so much for. And I didn't know you, and I didn't know if like I I didn't know if you would be the boss of me. Like. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Only when Trisha tries to tell people, like, you know, to change the scores and stuff. But other than that, <laughs> apparently I just bought Sam around. It would have been so easy to, for you to parent me, though. Like, I literally would have been, you, honey, well, you I would have been to Stanford to if you were us. my mom. Because I would have just, I just fell right in line as soon as you told me anything. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Well, there's no turning back. We have to do this. And I'm so glad we did. This was honestly a movie that I probably would not have picked for like several seasons just because it wouldn't occur to me. It is also sort of like, I think they do these movies a gigantic disservice by giving them generic titles. Yeah. Because they're fabulous. There's so, so many of them too. Well, so they fit in exactly. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for coming on. Uh two girls on a bench, Trisha and Shauna, two queens. I appreciate you so much for coming. Thank you so much for being nice to me. Thank you so much for being really great guests and for picking an amazing movie. Where I mean, just crazy shit happened. Um, it thank was, you for yeah. having thank us. Thank you We're so, so much. excited to meet you. I'm yeah. so excited to meet you too. And I wish uh, Jody Arias was here to um, <laughs> just really seal the deal on this friendship. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Have a nice night. Bye or whatever you guys do. Bye. See Bye. ya. Bye. Bye. Check them out. Bye. <laughs> You see, the trick is to actually have the horse get to like you before you ride them. Right there is good. <gasps> but how are we supposed to get to know us if we're all the way over here? We see, horses are very smart animals. They can read people from very far away. They're prey animals. Humans are predators, so the horses have to read people very carefully. I mean, come on, you've heard the saying, right? Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.